0: These guys are
1: ridiculous! These guys are ridiculous! Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Friday, August 11th. Uh, and I am in a hotel in Uncasville. I don't know how to pronounce the town that I'm You're in. You're at Mohegan Sun. I,
0: that, that's where you are. I'm at Mohe- that's I'm Mohegan That's the only thing in that town, that is, city yes. that matters. Sorry if you live there. But when... <laughs> you like are on your GPS and y- you put it in. That's what you see. Mohegan.
1: Yeah. I'm right Fox by Mohegan. Fox. song. that's the, area. I am. Uh, I'm in town for the hall of fame proceedings uh, for Spurs wire, because obviously it's a, I mean, Spurs event, basically it's, it's Becky Hammond. It's Greg pop. It's Tony Parker, even Paul Gasol played for the Spurs, So a little bit of everything uh, here also for bulls wire, technically, if you want to make the D Wade, Paul Gasol, bulls connections too, but I yeah. uh, went to the press conferences today driving up to springfield tomorrow uh for the actual ceremony a couple events in the morning um but if you hear me lagging at all or the podcast lags at all on my end it's because i'm on hotel wi-fi and we're scraping by we don't don't worry about it you know we'll, we'll get through it i promise i think
0: you're okay but, just your picture might look funky every once in a while but i can hear you fine so that's that means fine the pod should be able to hear you fine
1: <clears throat> if i look funny then i look funny and you guys can uh make fun of me in the comments which is uh, I'll live with it. I'll live with it. You guys can make fun of me in the comments, but we do have some, act- <coughs> excuse me, some actual Celtics news to talk about today. Uh, and the first one is a redaction. Is it? Is it a? Is it an update? What do we want to call this? Kristaps Porzingis I would say not it, hurt uh, now magically. Conclusion:
0: in An investigation is now complete. Contradicting
1: reports. Contradicting reports. I think uh, is more likely. So last podcast we reported that Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, And the Lafayette national team were considering sitting him, basically, and having him not play in the World Cup. That report came from, let me double check the name here just so I get it correct. It was a German reporter, I believe, Rupert uh, Fabig of BIG Basketball in Deutschland, who reported it saying that basically they were considering sitting Porzingis for the world cup because he's dealing with a nagging foot injury it wasn't so bad that they were completely shutting him down bad enough that they were weighing their options and since then the latvian national team and other people saying he's fine right the lbs denies this information players individual preparation plans the team overalls training process are ongoing the lineup for the match against the dominican republic will be announced on august 12th uh which is the day you're hearing this so if you see poor yeah. in the lineup you'll know but basically latvian basketball saying psych that's wrong i don't know where he got the information porzingis is fine so it wouldn't surprise me if porzingis was like a little hurt but Latvia's like it's like why, why did this get out but it sounds like everything should be all right
0: yeah so the latvia national team straight up called fake news on this reporter <laughs> put him in his place yeah <laughs> and said get ready to learn chinese buddy essentially your reputation is in the toilet And then not only did the team come out with a statement completely just like throwing it to the side saying that this is not true at all, but also Porzingis shared a video of him shooting threes and he looks all right. Yes. The most I've seen of any kind of injury from Porzingis has been, of course, the initial story. And I think they said he was monitoring minor foot pain. That is that is what I remember last seeing. So. As Celtics fans, your concern should probably be around two out of 10. That's, that's my feeling. On yeah, it. it should be. You don't good. want them to be hurt. Foot injuries are nothing to play with, especially when you have that size 16 shoe. Your foot is as long as, uh, I don't know, like six, probably 16 inches. I think that's how that works. A lot, a lot of tension on the bones in <laughs> the foot, a lot of pressure. So big guys suffer yes. from foot injuries more often. That is the conclusion. See, uh, Take your choice of uh, big man, especially Blazers, Bill Walton, Sam Bowie.
1: Pretty much. Poor Blazers. <laughs> Blazers fans great can't catch a break. But um, I will try to share this video of the super cool threes. No promises that it won't cause my Wi-Fi to go into a crash state. Uh, a but we can either. take a look here. <clears throat> we'll, we'll test it out here. Porzingis shooting some really cruel threes on Instagram. Is it playing? Moving. Is it laggy? Let me know. It,
0: it's, We're
1: moving a little bit.
0: It's a little laggy, I think. Not positive. Probably not great.
1: But he you get the gist to his side, you get the gist though,
0: knocking him down. Looks like he's moving okay, doesn't appear to be Even in that he... sort of pain.
1: It looks fine, he <clears> looks <throat> like a uh, seven foot three lad shooting some threes, which is exactly oh, what I the didn't see the top of the key step ins. <clears throat> he stays taking the shots, man. Um, like you said, I think this should ease the concern. of... Uh, I, I, I think but he's fine, right? Like realistically. Players are going to deal with injuries. We talked about this last podcast, and um, he, th- there's it's unlikely that he stays healthy the whole season. Like just realistically, Correct. if you want to be real about it, the, the the chances of Porzingis having a 70 game season, even even maybe 60 game, is probably like probably not going to get to that goal. That's not what the Celtics necessarily need. They need a third star for the playoffs, realistically. And this isn't to say you don't want Porzingis to play in the regular season. But expecting him to have a fully healthy season is ignorant because he's just he's just not going to have that.
0: Yeah. So Power I think the best case scenario. Important moments to have Porzingis. Go ahead. Playoffs, regular season, preseason, FIBA all the way down at the bottom. Couldn't care less about Latvia and their national Agree. team playing in the World Cup. Uh, I'd like to see him in Celtic green on the floor healthy. If it hurts their World Cup chances of Maybe running into the U.S. and getting beat by 40, which is, seems to be what always happens to these international teams, even though the U.S. team, Excuse you know, not overly <laughs> impressive, not a ton of star power per se no. in terms of what it could be on the floor for them. They play uh, Slovenia, I think, in between when we record this and when this episode yeah. actually drops.
1: They play Lucas soon. That's going to be a fun yeah. one. That's going to be very fun. You guys just got a taste of what uh Sam sees because I forgot to mute my mic and I just coughed directly into the microphone. The
0: I didn't even hear it, you might have skipped, um, it. Might, it might have worked very well.
1: I probably uh, no, I probably peaked the microphone because I just right <laughs> into it. Um, I was gonna ask, oh, what is you look at Porzingis next season? You talk about the injury risk, you look at that. What is the ideal number for you? We we've talked about it when they signed up, <laughs> okay.
0: I think it kind of rules. He played every single game after this whole summer of not only like he gets traded to the Celtics and everyone's flipping out because everybody was upset because they traded Marcus Smart, who most of the fans here really loved. Two, the big knock on Porzingis throughout his career. He's injured. I believe Forbes had the stat yesterday that he missed 37% of all games he could have played in through his first eight seasons. And he did miss an entire season. So I'd imagine that factors into it too. So that number might be a little bit inflated and three. Now this whole FIBA fiasco with the foot. Is he hurt? Is he not hurt? How much would it rule if he just went out there and played every single game?
1: (laughs) Imagine. No, but he hasn't played 70 games since his rookie season.
0: I would like to see him play 65, be able to qualify for awards in the NBA. That way the Celtics fans can be like, we got an X, you know, team, player whether it's all defense which probably won't be or all nba would be kind of cool if he made all nba probably won't happen either or even like some sort of award i don't know what he would get most improved no he had a good he had the best season of his career who knows
1: if the Celtics are good enough, he could be in line for a third all-star, but then again, the game number doesn't matter as much, but he played 65 last year for the first time since his sophomore season. He played 72, 66, and then he's been 48 injured the whole season, 57, 43, 51, 34. So <clears throat> inconsistent since then 65 last year. And a lot of people are concerned and I'm not saying it's the same, but like sitting here and acting like the tra- Celtics traded an every year, 82 game player for an injury prone player is also a little bit unfair. Cause like, it's not like Marcus Smart has been the peak of health either, right? And this, is, this isn't this is going to be knock on Marcus Smart segment, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and say Marcus Smart wasn't healthy ever. He played 61 last year, 71 the year prior, 48 and 60. It's not like he's cracking 82. He's not Derek White. He's not like some of these guys who, who are consistently sued up. He's not Mikhail Bridges, right? So – Mikael Bridges <laughs> who played 83 games. He plays – he just doesn't sit, which I love it. Respect. But – Respect. I- I think I'd be happy with 55 sound is really low so I'd probably go with 60 but if the 55 games he plays are a 55 game season where it's just him getting his due rest him you know having a couple minor things that keep him out for a couple like a week or so like then I'd be okay it just I don't want him dealing with anything nagging I think that's the biggest thing. I don't necessarily care about <clears throat> Christoph Porzingis is stealing with minor foot pain here, with a rest day here, with um, it's just little things throughout the season because those things happen. If he's dealing with like a nagging thing, like a Robert Williams uh, during the 2022 season where it's affecting his play when he comes back, that's where I think the problem lies. So realistically, I don't really care how many regular season games Chris Stops plays unless he plays like, 20 cause, that, cause that's like a problem, but I'd like be
0: heated if he only played 20, games. I know all the people know, come in the comments section be like, we were right. You guys are idiots. I know
1: mm-hmm. of course. Right. And they're going to do that anyways. But realistically, if you can play 50 to 55 games, high end, probably around 65, 70 and 70 would be like the most since his rookie season. As long as they're not nagging injuries, I don't really care. As long as he's fine for the playoffs and he can play a full playoffs with maybe missing a couple games here and there. If he's really having a rough season, if he's healthy for the playoffs, I don't care how many regular season games he plays. Genuinely. Cuz I think the, the upside matters.
0: If he's out in the well, playoffs here and there, whatever. That that that's what we just said.
1: No, that's not what I mean. I want him to be healthy for the playoffs. I overreacted. Okay. To this. All right. I I meant the worst case scenario for the playoffs. No, let me let me start that over. They should handle the regular season so that the worst case scenario for the playoffs is he has to take a rest game like in a in a in, in some like he has to take a little time like rest because he's dealt with something nagging all season How but realistically if he
0: had to you... take a rest game and like a a, a, a must win game late like, like a winner go no, home that's game not what i mean and he's just like that's on not the bench. They're I mean. like yeah he's a little tuckered that's out <laughs> he's got a suit on it's
1: fine scrap the playoff talk my point is i don't care if he plays 50 games in the regular season as long as you keep him healthy the, the, if it's a it's a 55 games where he's not dealing with any nagging injuries and it's just minor things scattered Don't care. That's fine. That's fine, because I think the Celtics can handle that, and they'll be okay. So, But yeah, update from Porzingis. They sure have
0: the star power to handle it. They should be able to take on the burden of being without Porzingis. I think they've got the big man rotation with Rob and Al. It'll be interesting to see how they rotate those guys just with who's sitting tonight.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, update from Porzingis. Latvia basically saying, psych, uh, that report is wrong. Please, uh, fake news. So, yeah. There is that. Next thing we have, some Celtics schedule stuff uh that has come out a few different Celtics schedule stuff. Sam, you wrote about the preseason for yes, Celtics blog, so I'll let you kick that sure off. Sure
0: did. Expert analysis. So, we're going <laughs> to talk about a few games that we know the Celtics are going to be playing in in this next 5 minutes or so or may go longer. These five preseason games have all been confirmed by the team. They announced the schedule on Twitter. They open against Philadelphia at home on October 8th. NBA did them dirty preseason back to back travel to MSG the next day to play the Knicks. Then two days later, October 11th, they are back against Philadelphia this time in Philly. And then six days they play New York at the garden on October 17th. And they wrap up on October 19th at Charlotte. Oddly enough, all five of these games are going to be in the NBA team's home arena. There's no like cool, Tour games going on, like they're not playing in Providence, yeah. Dunkin' Donut Center or the AMP now, they changed the name. L l name change, by the way. Dunkin' Donut Center was a fire yeah, arena name, no. now it's the Mika Mutual Ratless. Pavilion. Oh, can't even yeah. say it. How oh. disgusting I am, how disgusted I am with it. But <laughs> also, for whatever reason, the October 11th game is not on the radio, not that it really matters. Uh, but As we head into preseason, the biggest eyeball emoji things to watch for, I would say, obviously not the stars, Jordan Walsh. It's going to be your first time to see Jordan Walsh take the floor with the real team, had a great summer league. He was around 14 points a game, shot around 40% from three, if not 40 on the dot. And he was the story of the summer. He impressed people around the league. He was making top five performance lists by national media members standouts from summer league Celtics picked him in the second round so we'll see how well he does in the preseason if he does play well he could become a key piece of the Celtics rotation and wing depth is something they have needed for the last couple of seasons so he could fill that role for them also potential preseason storyline training mm-hmm. camp battles because of this champagne waving they have the two roster spots open we're putting out videos multiple times a week talking about what they could do with it If Blake Griffin does sign back with the Celtics, which the team seems to hope he does, the confusion is on his end, whether he wants to be away from his family, there's still going to be an open roster spot. You have to imagine they're going to invite people to training camp and you're going to see those guys fighting to earn the last spot on the roster. So a few things to keep your eyes on the preseason. Also, via sham, Celtics will play the Lakers in LA on Christmas 5 p.m. game. It is the primetime game of the slate biggest game of the day this may ruin christmas for me the last couple times the celtics have played the lakers have not been very fun both games have been very close i think they both went to overtime one of them went to double overtime that was the west coast one good news from this though that's one less west coast game that starts at 10 so good news on that front but i'll be very stressed on christmas i don't want to have any chance of the celtics losing a game against the Lakers on such a big stage. It would piss the hell out of me. So uh please win. And also last trickling report, October 27th, Celtics will play Miami. Don't know if that'll be the season opener yes. or not. My guess is no, because the season officially tips off on October 24th.
1: Yeah. It would be surprising to see the Celtics play their opening night, two, three days into the regular season. Um, <clears throat> But, yeah, I mean, I mean, all sounds good. The preseason schedule is standard. I thought they'd play Toronto, but it looks like they're just going interdivision, elsewhere and then to Charlotte to wrap it up. Sam, you hate Christmas anyway, so realistically, this would just make it a disaster for you.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I'll tell you what. The NBA is really the only thing I like about it, so that part could be ruined for True. me too.
1: True. Yeah. Um, that's good, though. I don't mind it. And then the game against Miami makes sense. Probably just their first meeting, and it's in, It's probably they're like, opening week let's have good games the opening week to get people back into the nba so they'll put the celtics in in heat there which makes sense um but good so far all good things speaking of i think the trade things yes
0: to get fans into the early season of the nba eyes peeled tuesday august 15th apparently 3 p.m espn is going to run a special on it in season tournament dates getting announced we already know who the celtics will have in their group it will be them Orlando, Toronto, Chicago, and last team who sucks.
1: Brooklyn? Is it Brooklyn?
0: Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So they have probably the easiest group in the league. Does that mean they'll win it? Hopefully. But knowing them, they hate to beat bad teams. And they were kind of terrible against a couple of those teams. Yeah, Uh, Chicago. Not good against Orlando. beat out of them a couple times. Lost three out of four to Orlando. And were 0-1 against the Nets after the trades. With the current court.
1: Not great. Definitely not ideal.
0: (laughs) But eyes peeled next week. Celtics blog
1: preview on that from me. There you go. There you go. But yeah, uh, interesting. It's probably just going to be announced when those exactly know who they're going to play and how many times they're going to play each team. But uh, one time. Lakers. Yeah, one time each. One time each. Lakers and Wednesday is fun. Tuesday. Yeah, you're good.
0: And Fridays in November. Those will be the tournament nights for those that do not know.
1: Yeah, we already know who they're playing. They play each team once. Um, Nets, Raptors. Um, you just said it two seconds ago, and I'm forgetting. Nets, Raptors, Bulls. Nets, Raptors, Bulls. Uh, Bull. Magic. Magic. Magic, last one. And yep. Yes, uh, yes. So hopefully the Celtics can get through that. I like the Lakers on Christmas Day. Do we know what the other Christmas days are? I mean, I know we do, but, like, do you know off the top of your head?
0: Knicks play the Bucks. Warriors play the Nuggets. Yeah. Philly must play somebody. Who could that be?
1: Yes, Philly plays Miami, Miami. Uh, and then the There's Mavericks play more. the Suns. Yes, Mavericks play the Suns. Kind of a mid-Christmas Day slate this year. I can't lie; is I'm it? not a not a huge fan? I think so. The so probably get stomped by just,
0: Milwaukee, right?
1: Yep, yeah. Okay, I think Sixers' seed is fine, but it's just like, what's the draw? Like, what's Jimmy do you Tobias Harris Philly? over me? Eh, I think that's lame i think they could have done better celtics lakers is obvious maverick Suns booker and luca they have their rivalry those teams have a rivalry Um,
0: the the mavs fans do not like phoenix so that that is yes
1: and then warriors nuggets is also fine but like i don't know it just feels like you could have done a better job putting rival teams together in my opinion i don't know it just seems meh i don't know what you could have done better because like, realistically, what were the rivalries last year? The Nuggets just kind of stormed through everybody. The Nuggets just stomped through the playoffs. Like, what rivalries I were I kind of think the, the
0: Nuggets are due to have a rivalry with the Warriors. And here's why. Denver was the team that was, like, the first casualty to this Warriors core, right? The Warriors ran through them in the playoffs. That was when they kind of came out of the scene. And everybody was like, oh, my God, like, the Warriors might be real. And then Iguodala either gets traded to the Warriors, or I think he just straight up signed there, leaves Denver. So there's a little bit of history to that. Warriors swept Denver in the playoffs last season on the way to their fourth title when they beat the Celtics. There's a little juice. Last two champions, that's an okay one. Again, Mavs, Phoenix, those teams don't like each other. There's the picture of Luka smirking at Booker as the Mavs are up a million in that game seven.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's stuff. I I think they should have... They should have put Lakers against the Nuggets to do a rematch of the conference finals last year or whatever. Very competitive. I think they should have stuck the Warriors against, I don't know. I I think Celtics Heat should have been a a Christmas Day. Like just from the way it's played out for the past three seasons. I think you could have then put Bucks Sixers and that has a little more juice to it the Knicks having a Christmas day game is I know it's always gonna happen. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's, 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 uh, well, this is like they, the best no... the Knicks
0: have been. Like this is the most deserving they've been of a Christmas day game. And I don't like them.
1: <laughs> then just send Trey Young to MSG every year on Christmas. Right. Am I wrong? I, I'd watch. I'll watch Trey Young light up MSG every chance he gets. Well, Giannis jumped over Tim Hardaway uh, Jr. that one time at MSG. True. That's also true. So maybe he'll do something fun. I don't know. Um, Bucks at Knicks, Sixers at Heat, Celtics at Lakers, Mavericks at Suns, Warriors at Nuggets. They're all good games. I just, I don't know. I feel like the rivalry is going to be a little bit better. But, anyways, like the Celtics playing Lakers and then preseason. Are we going to do pregame shows or preseason?
0: What else are we going to be doing?
1: True. Maybe we'll Maybe. be there. Maybe we'll be back. We'll see I don't what happens. what we did last but year? I think. I wasn't here. I think I was away, so I don't think we could do preseason shows. Um, But speaking of games and schedule and stuff, the Celtics are uh, trying to get the All-Star game to Boston, Sam. The last time it was in Boston was in the 60s, I believe. 63? Um, (laughs) A long time ago. It hasn't been in Boston for a long time. Wick Grossbeck talking to the Boston Globe, Adam Himmelsbach. We're on it. It's taking up planning time. The wheels are in motion. We're definitely going for it and say I'm putting in the show sheet here that I'm looking at, why haven't they done this sooner?
0: (laughs) It's true. Boston's a big market. Like, it's a real basketball market. Celtics are one of the most prestigious franchises, if not the most prestigious franchise in the league. Why have there not been more all-star games here? Is it because they try and put them in cities to draw more interest from that, you know, surrounding fan base? It always feels like they're in cities or destination cities. I guess nobody wants to go to Boston in the middle of February as, like, a big like event weekend, but then they had it in salt with salt Lake city last year. Right. But like new Orleans has had it twice in the last 10 years. Houston had it like Orlando has had it recently. LA has had it a few times. I think they might have it this year. There's a lot of like warm city stuff to the all-star game. Cause it makes it a, like a reward for these guys to go play basketball. Well, then it was their... an
1: Indy two years ago or like last year. So, it? <laughs> yeah. It was an in Indy recently in Chicago.
0: Okay. Well, who knows? But still, celtics should have had it by now uh the reason why oh, sorry and i think Indy
1: this year my bad okay sorry. Indy this year
0: i think the celtics had it or haven't had it because it's going to cause problems at north station which is right underneath the garden all the trains in there and everything so many extra people will be in town it might block up the com- commuter rail all those trains i don't know commuter no, rail the t you're stuff. the train guy
1: the bo- The Boston Globe says "Uh, mostly a byproduct of tepid interest within the city and among the team's ownership groups. So it just sounds like the city doesn't really care for it. And that would make sense, what you said, because the T would be disgusting if the All-Star game was in town.
0: Rat list. That would be
1: horrendous. That
0: that would be like all-time rat list, atomic bomb going off rat list for you, (laughs) especially if you went to cover it with Celtics blog and you're trying to get there on the train and there's just like, the Avengers, like everybody is on the train. It's like the end of end game when they come out of the portals. Just everybody's on the train with you.
1: That would absolutely be tough. I would go. I would go to the game.
0: Or or at least I I don't even give a shit about that stuff. I mean, you've seen me in the last two weeks fumble on like this guy was an all-star. This guy wasn't an all-star. Wait, what? (laughs) Jalen Brunson wasn't on the all-star team. Jared Jackson wasn't an all-star. Was he like that kind of stuff? Like I don't pay attention to this, but I would go. It's an event
1: yeah definitely i mean it'd be a fun thing to have in boston just the festivities at the very least um interesting it, it at least brings some sort of intrigue yeah yeah well i'm I more meant like all the stars of the nba i don't think it many celebrities would make the trip uh, but the celebrity game actually would have to be in boston so there would actually be celebrities Whatever so where would be would uh, it'd be
0: like emerson
1: <laughs> no they do it at td guard because it's a different night <clears throat> Right. No,
0: yeah, they have the rookie sophomore game or whatever. Team USA, Team World, all the young players showcase on Friday. Then they have All-Star Saturday night. Then they have the All-Star game on Sunday. But they also have the celebrity game on Friday. But I think it's at a different place. Usually these cities have it at a smaller arena, like where the G League team plays. Really? I believe so, yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was in the same arena, huh? Interesting. Yeah, just throw them at like Emerson or... uh emmanuel or some random college in boston
0: bunker hill be. community college
1: yeah boston college boston college probably actually be just have be them you. outside yeah in the Park. why not <laughs> throw them out in the streets see what happens um all right next thing we have is rick barry uh not a fan of jalen brown's contract i don't know what podcast he was on i should have found it but i am struggling with wi-fi as it is so i didn't do enough research <laughs> uh, i can look it up as we're talking but Quote from Rick Barry on Jalen Brown's contract, and I will look up the podcast it was on after this. You look at some of the contracts they have, like Brown, $306 million. I mean, that's just hard for me to believe. You know what his average in the playoffs for them is 18.5 points a game. I mean, 18.5 points a game. He's going to make $69 million a year last year's contract, but 18.5 points a game, that's nothing. Seriously. To pay somebody that kind of money, he's a nice player. I really like uh, him, but, man, he's got to improve his game. He turns the ball over too much. He tries to force things. <laughs> Uh and so is his teammate Tatum. That's one of the reasons they lost the Warriors two seasons ago. They make too many turnovers. Shut up, Rick Berry. <laughs> stop talking. Like it's just it's just what do I say? He had a bad playoff run. They For gotta me.
0: stop giving these guys microphones. Yes. It's just like he clearly doesn't understand team building. Whether you think Jalen Brown from an outside perspective is worth 306 million, or it's actually 304 million, but $304 million. It doesn't matter. He's worth that to the Celtics. He's worth that in his role. The Celtics have made more yeah. conference finals than Rick Barry did in his playing career in the last <laughs> four years. I yeah. mean, why is this such a talking point around the league? If it was any other team, the talk would be, they are so close to winning a title. Of course they have to keep these guys together. I understand as Celtics fans in media members, we hold the team to a different standard. They've won 17 championships. They should be winning championships. They should have won in 2022. They didn't. They they choked it away. Had a chance to take a commanding lead over the Warriors and just didn't do it. They didn't lose Game Four because the turnovers. They lost because they shot a million threes at the end. It was tough, and Curry was on fire.
1: Yeah, definitely. And th- this, by the way, I found it. He was talking to Joy D'Angelo for the Big Three, and he was talking uh, about the contract. Um, I just love how the, the context is. Let's cherry pick a statistic and say he doesn't deserve it because of this statistic. Like, that's just the laziest form of criticism. You averaged 18 in the playoffs. Does he really deserve this money? Yeah, there's no context. That's definitely all you need to have to make that argument. It's just lazy. Like you said, just stop giving these guys microphones. and and, But not us. We, we can have microphones. <clears throat> um, but seriously, like, I think there's a difference between having a conversation and talking about stuff to – I played in the NBA, like, just cherry-pick my quotes. And, like, I don't know if Rick Barry, like, truly believes, like, Jalen Brown's a bad player. Realistically, the topic of the conversation was probably, like, this is a lot of money in the NBA nowadays. And it was probably, like, you could have had some nuance to it. You could have said, what do you think of the contracts? And, like, realistically, Rick Barry probably understands, like... Yeah, you know, you can't really let a player like that go and just pay him nothing, right? Like he probably does understand that, but that's not what the quote these people want are. The quotes these, and I'm not talking about like Joy Deans or the interviewer either. But like, so often you see it all the time. You see it with Paul Pierce. What do you think of Dwayne Wade? They're they're like just trying to inch these players to say some shit that can go viral on Twitter. That's all that happens nowadays.
0: I'm telling you, they just gotta stop giving these guys microphones. This is the worst time of the year for retired NBA player to be talking. Because we have nothing else to do. Here we are talking about it. We're giving it the shine that he he or the interviewer wanted. It's frustrating. I just I just get sick of talking about this stuff. None of it's valid. The Paul Pierce, Dwayne, Wayne thing's stupid. Wade's about to go in the Hall of Fame. So he's starting to kind of make a media tour. And Pierce is getting pissed off for whatever reason. People keep just leading him into traps. And he's falling for it. You have Antoine Walker coming out, giving out like top tens. Dr. J was giving out a top ten. And, like, he didn't have Bird in it and people were pissed. Like, there's just so much of this crap going on with, like, former players talking. Everybody has a podcast now. And none of them are really making great points. Which isn't always the point of a podcast, I guess. Like, you want to have fun. But, like, nobody's having fun with this. Nobody cares about the Paul Pierce, Dwayne Wade thing. We posted a video about it and nobody cared. Nobody Nobody cares.
1: Even, like excuse me sorry even like um paul george had clay thompson on his podcast and clay was saying stuff and devin booker responded like in the like there was drama devin booker was like in paul george's instagram comment saying did you get the response you wanted and paul george was like on his twitch Mm. stream and said like you know sorry ass reply whatever it's just like this is bound to happen and it's probably realistically this these sort of thoughts and and interactions have probably happened for a long time it's just with social media now everybody gets to see them everyone gets to know about them and uh players who haven't played basketball in a million years are putting having mics put in front of them uh, and forced to talk about the game not like remember last year when jj reddick said you know bob whoosie sucks or whoever it was and he was just like ripping into all these old players and like I, i saw a clip on tiktok the other day and it was like uh basketball influencers or whatever like these tiktok creators who were like I, I i like who they are it's uh you know the broadcast boys have you seen them no on social media they're fun i like them but somebody asked a question to uh nba player i can't remember who it was and it was just like who do you think has a better handle bob koozie or jj reddick and they're like probably jj Redick. bob koozie would dribble to his left with his right hand and it's like <clears throat> that's not a knock on what bob koozie accomplished this is this is my thought process on the whole thing just to, since this is the rabbit hole we've gone down after talking about rick barry talking about jalen Brown. I'm not like going to sit here and say Rick Barry had a bad career. Rick Barry had a phenomenal career. Oh, he had a phenomenal career, right? Like these are amazing basketball players. Absolutely. These are amazing basketball players. They are not as talented as today's basketball players. That's just a fact
0: that like, and also unfortunately for them, they didn't make as much money. Like guys started making money in the NBA in like the last 10 years. KG was the highest paid NBA player ever. And he made less money throughout his whole career than Jalen Brown will make in the next five years. And KG was one of the all-time greats in his position. People compare him to the greatest power forwards of all time, the whole nine. But guys today are making so much more money. I can understand if there's jealousy too. And I don't know if that's necessarily the fuel for this, but I can see it.
1: It's like the student loan debt, how like all these uh, older people said, we had to pay our student loan, so you have to pay your student loan. I have a friend or two that says that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, but like, it goes back to like like you could and this isn't this doesn't necessarily count for like the all time grades like Michael Jordan would be elite today right like Will Chamberlain would find a way to be great all all these like top ten players top twenty players of all time they would find a way to have a role and be impactful be great but to say that and this is coming from a Celtics guy to say that Bob Cousy is like gonna be a x time champion and be as talented. These guys are jumping over cars in high school, like it's just like people just evolve, it's evolution, right? Do you know what I'm saying? This is like you know, fish, you know, all that time ago, uh, for those who are you know, maybe don't believe in science, fish grew feet and walk on land now. That's how evolution works, people grow, right? Like stuff happens. People, imagine me in the comments if you want. This is science, and you can get angry, Darwinism, literally.
0: Um, (laughs) Oh, Darwinism is my favorite, but but I always bring it up at different times. Like, when I see somebody doing something that's, like, dangerous, I'm like, Darwinism. There you go.
1: No, but, like, players improve because players learn how to – they learn how to be better, and they learn how to maximize their strengths, and they get more athletic, and they train from a younger age, and all these things, and that's not a knock on the careers these players had. Like, Bill Russell is a top-ten player because he won those championships – against players at that level right like he played against players in that time and he was better than those players at the time lebron james won championships in this era and he was better than the players in his era and that's why you can't really compare the two and that's why it's hard to make these lists but to hear yeah lists are tough but we do them anyways but to hear rick barry being like well he doesn't deserve this money put the microphone down buddy just stop like cut it (laughs) just put it down i always say with the Would
0: this guy, you know, like how good was, let's, we'll say Bob Cousy, even though it's a bad example, because I'm not convinced Bob Cousy would translate in today's NBA, even if he was born in the modern era. Right. But my argument generally is if you plucked Bill Russell as an infant and you placed him in 1998 as an infant, he would have grown up and learned to play basketball in a different way. He still would have been physically gifted. And he sure as hell would have had the work ethic to become a great player. Absolutely. Does that mean if you plucked 29 year old Bill Russell out of 1960, whatever, and placed him in today's NBA, yeah. that he would be overly effective? Probably not. But if today there's no doubting that they would still become great in some way. They have to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point too. I never thought of it that way, but those that. arguments are always <laughs> so
0: stupid know. to me. Like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, Bill Russell played basketball the way Bill Russell – I mean, basketball was played in the 1960s. Of course he's yeah. not shooting threes. He's going to stretch yeah. big.
1: Exactly. This is why uh, Andre Drummond would have been a goat if he played in the 80s.
0: If you pluck Andre Drummond at 30 or let's say 26 and put him in the 80s, nasty.
1: He'd be disgusting. That's just yeah. the way he plays. It happens. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Just, Just these conversations get old very quick uh we talked about jason tatum's 2k rating last time sam jalen brown got his 2k rating i know you love 2k uh (laughs) brown's an 89 in 2k um and you put on here which i did see as well people on twitter were complaining that uh jamal murray's an 88 and lower than jalen brown and so we spark more list debates but realistically i feel like 89 is a fair rating for uh jalen brown it makes sense he might
0: be his highest ever at the I pace believe it's the it. game at least.
1: Yeah. I believe it. Maybe you argue for 90. As far as the Jamal Murray thing, Jamal Murray helped the Nuggets win a championship. Yes. No, it's not Correct. doubting that.
0: And he was awesome.
1: <clears> he was phenomenal. He was today. awesome in that playoff run. Do you think he's better than Jalen Brown?
0: Right now, I don't think so. I think it's just a tough call. Like Jalen Brown was They're an all NBA player last year.
1: I think the tier thing is where this comes to play. They're probably the same tier, but I think Jalen Brown's probably a few spots ahead of him. That's where I would probably leave.
0: I would say that the rating suggests that they're yeah. on the same tier.
1: Exactly. But people are still complaining because it's August. <laughs> it's
0: August. There's nothing to talk about. If it was yeah. flipped, I'm sure Celtics fans would be heated too. They'd be like, what the hell? Did you, Jim Brown, made all NBA. But the facts are there. I mean, Murray had an excellent playoff run. If you want to use recency bias, I think he was like 26 points, seven plus assists, and almost six rebounds per game. And he was efficient well, in that playoff run with Denver.
1: Uh-huh. He deserves but you know what? Ratings. Why. Agree, absolutely. But do you know why that doesn't work? And why, and this isn't a knock on you, this is a knock on all the people who are complaining. The reason you can't do that is because if you only based ratings off that, Caleb Martin would be in 90. So that's not how life works, right? You have to take in the general scope of everything. Jalen Brown was a second team all-NBA player, and outside of realistically, he didn't have a bad playoff. Like Jalen Brown had a pretty damn good playoff run, uh, outside of the Heat series, right? And and up until that point, he was fine. Um, he struggled in the playoff series, and it's the issue is that the last image of Jamal Murray etched in everybody's brain is a championship parade, and the last image of Jalen Brown etched in people's brain is an eight turnover game to lose uh, in Game Seven. So that's why people are complaining. But in the grand scheme of things, I'd probably still put Jalen Brown above Jamal Murray. Although it's like we're talking if Jalen Brown's the twenty first best player, Jamal Murray's twenty second, twenty third. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not like there's a huge gap, which is why one's an eighty eight, one's an eighty nine
0: to see if 2K adds in more errors to their GM mode. Because I know we talked about this last time, but that is probably the most fun part of the game this year where you can start a franchise mode in the 80s or the early 2000s. They don't have the 2010s, which I really think would be an interesting one. That was a really fun era of basketball. Then you can start in Mm -hmm. the modern day. But yeah, I would like to see more. I'd like to see 2012, start in 2012. All right, next one. Speaking of Miami in Celtics killers, Justin Champagny, (laughs) member of the Heat now, They've picked him up. Yep, guaranteed contract or two way.
1: I uh, know training camp deal.
0: Training camp deal. Okay. Yes. Never a good sign yeah. when you release a player and then Miami picks him up.
1: Not good. Not, Not good, good at all. No. Could this turn into a Max Drew situation?
0: Maybe. Did they pluck him off the Sioux Fall Sky last year? Uh, they sky their G League team. I think they did.
1: Oh, the Celtics they might have. Yeah,
0: the Celtics plucked him from Miami. I think we even talked about this when we were like, they signed Shep Penny, we were like, oh, like if he's not getting minutes with the Pro Heat team, that's not good. Like if they <laughs> can't squeeze the skill out of him, but they're they're going back. They're circling he back. He did play
1: <clears throat> 23 games ball. with the Sioux Falls Skyforce, average 18 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, shot 52% from the field and 30 point six percent from
0: or oh, wait till this g-league video comes out i just remember yeah, g-league right? record is it tomorrow saturday
1: no it the day after because we have rankings coming out tomorrow or okay. er, to tomorrow yes i i keep thinking it's saturday because we usually record on saturday okay. so you're seeing this Sunday. so that'll be on monday tomorrow you're seeing this sunday yes g-league yes, video coming good. out fire
0: like It'll you you're gonna have a new favorite player. You're gonna be like, "Sullys need to sign this guy." That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I cut it out of the video that released when I said it accidentally. I cut the word out so people don't know people if Did you, the no, channel, you they you should have bleeped it. it. <clears throat> I should have, but I just cut it. I I didn't want to find the bleep sound effect okay. online, and I was just like, "All I right, just okay. cut it. <clears throat> fine, fine, but there is that. Uh, also, we'll give you an in-depth. Sam just messaged me, "Phone Wi-Fi for the win!" About ten minutes ago, and uh, it's because you'll maybe you'll see a bunch of cuts, or maybe you won't. I don't know how bad the edit's gonna be. Hotel Wi-Fi is gonna make the ratless. Just be yeah. ready for later. Phone Wi-Fi, it's
0: been, clutch. Yeah. I have phone <laughs> Wi-Fi. Phone where... Wi-Fi. Actually, I'm not gonna tell it,
1: though. <laughs> Huge. We'll do ratless in a then. But, um, one. Do we have one or two more Celtics things? Let me take a look here. Uh, last Celtics thing we have. Oh, one more. Yeah. One more. It was a long one. Uh, Sam, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna we let you. The
0: ladies and gentlemen. You were excited. Okay, so, for those of you that don't know, this has been a story that's gone on for a little while. I want to say 2021, this kind of all came out. Yeah, a couple years. A couple years. Tony Allen, Big Baby, Terrence Williams, all former Celtics, among 18 former NBA players who were accused of fraud, medical and dental claims from, I believe, their NBA healthcare, whatever plan that they get as players. Yeah. So Tony Allen and Big Baby have beaten the fraud charges. Woo! Tony Allen has paid back what he owes. But Terrence Williams, who played with the Celtics for a little bit, sentenced to 10 years in prison. And he has Did to not pay up precious. six – wait, he has to forfeit $650,000 and pay $2.5 million in restitution. Or he already had to. No, he was ordered <clears throat> to. So okay. he still has to pay it. And he's going to prison. Tough. <clears throat> now, <laughs> Glenn Davis clears all of this. Also involved, just in case you want other names, Shannon Brown, Melvin Eli Ellie, Sebastian Telfair, K Ke- Keon Doeling, and Alan Anderson, all involved. Yeah. Those last two sentenced to 20 or, or 30 to 24 months in prison. Also, this is how it went down. According to court documents, Terrence Williams recruited other benefits plan participants (laughs) to the scheme. That's how it's written. In fairness to me, benefits plan (laughs) participants to the scheme by, quote unquote, offering to provide them with false invoices to support their fraudulent claims. And medical professionals, including a dentist in California and doctors in California and Washington, provided Williams with those invoices, among other tactics. He submitted the fraudulent claims in exchange for kickbacks totaling at least 300 grand. Now, this is not on the show sheet, but when this happened, you want to know how they caught them? <laughs> all of them had appointments on the same days. They used the same invoices for every single guy. So all the <laughs> fellas were heading to get a tooth checkup on the same day. Just like you, my girlfriend, and my dad all went to the dentist on that same day. Yes. You guys are all in a scheme together. Uh <laughs> But yes, Terrence Williams did not beat the the charges. But this case has given us a plethora of comedy. Because not only do these guys get caught in the most moronic way ever, but Big Baby got himself in even <laughs> more trouble than he needed to be in the most moronic ways ever. If you don't remember, Big was Baby was courtside year, right? at Celtics playoff games on national TV. And he had a probation, house arrest type thing in California. He wasn't supposed to leave the state. And he's on national TV at TD Garden, just hanging out, second row, in somebody else's seats. He wasn't even in his own seats. He got like he got caught on national TV with people asking him to move. Tough. <laughs> he also tried to do like, a stand-up love. tour in Mass, touring several small clubs.
1: Yeah, not a good look for Big Baby. That's the funny show. I remember it was the 2022 playoffs, I believe. Yeah, um, he was at the Tatum just, buzzer
0: beater layup game.
1: Yeah. That's a commitment. I I was laughing at like Terrence Williams just going around like guys, I have a great idea. <laughs> you know, he just went out or it's Terrence Williams going around to all the fellas. Guys, hear me out. I got this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he got he got a sheet, and uh, like you said, they just like photocopied the same like sheet over and over again, the right. same invoice. He's like, no, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We're gonna make a lot of money, and then just clapped. Just just done. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. But uh, Tony Allen, Glenn Davis beat the uh, beat the Chargers. Shout out. They are uh, they're free. They're, they're they're not free. But Big baby. Uh, Probably was a
0: dark horse yeah. not to go to jail on this one.
1: <laughs> he was
0: really tough. He betting was like, look at me. I'm on TV, not where I'm supposed to be.
1: He tried real hard. I wish there were betting lines on it. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the NBA portion of the programming here. Let me pull up the blue. As I get the hiccups, tough look for me. Uh, Giannis is not going to be playing in FIBA, dealing with the knee issue, sitting out for the Greek national team, but they got the Nazis, I think, so they should be fine, right? <laughs> Correct, <laughs> but uh, Giannis out that's just that's the news. Giannis is playing in FIBA. Is there anything else? Is there knee any issue, other context you want to add? He here?
0: underwent a quote unquote cleanup procedure on his left knee this offseason, according to ESPN which left his status unclear for the FIBA World Cup. However, the Bucs expect him to be fully recovered in time for training camp in September. So doesn't sound like Giannis is slowing down anytime soon, even though he's in the same conference as the Celtics. Giannis is the type of guy you kind of root for, so glad he's not seriously hurt. Don't really want to see his career get cut short. I like him. He hasn't given me a reason to hate him. He's not a prick, not a rat. Brother, a little bit of a rat.
1: Yes, we're. Aware. If you guys were curious, Sam doesn't like Thanasis. In case you're wondering, Correct. in case you're not new listeners of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, Giannis not playing for the Greek national team this summer, as he was expected to. Next thing, ESPN wants Bob Myers, uh, reportedly the former Warriors GM, is close to reaching a contract with ESPN to uh, be on NBA Countdown, which is like. Sure, it's news. Whatever. I guess it makes sense for him. Just a little weird. Also, something weird is doing. We can discuss both. Yes. Looking
0: down at Mark Jackson as Mark Jackson has been pushed <laughs> off the cliff, and Bob Myers, who fired Mark Jackson from being the Warriors' head coach <laughs> over a decade ago, comes yes. in, takes a spot at the table. Yes, very tough.
1: Very tough. And the other ESPN news, Sam. Sam, you know how you dislike how Nike now has the jerseys because they can do whatever they want? Yes. ESPN opening a sports book.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bar That left
1: barstool. Now with ESPN. Big yeah. Cat
0: can bring back the can't lose parlays, though. Are you aware of that?
1: Good. No, I don't know the context.
0: So they made him stop promoting his parlays as, quote unquote, can't lose because they didn't want to mislead <laughs> betters. Yeah. And he had to go to court and have like everyone present how bad he is at betting and everybody knows he's bad at betting. So he essentially <laughs> just took like a beating for no reason. Cause they got out of it.
1: That's so funny. That's amazing. Oh, cause they were arguing. It's like sarcasm, obviously. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, <clears throat> out on the uh, NBA opening, um, sports book. I think that's stupid. Uh, sam's reddit post of the day i like this This as a new segment this is our new segment i enjoy hit me
0: yeah i mean during the dog days of summer the nba summer subreddit does have some pretty good discussions today's was what would you consider to be the biggest what if in nba history the poster user jr9065 he says mine is what if the bulls won the coin toss over the lakers for the 1979 nba draft in that circumstance the bulls take magic at number one So many questions if that happens. Would Magic struggle in his early years like MJ did? Would Pippen and Magic end up being the greatest duo as Jordan and Pipper were? Would Magic and Bird have a great rivalry? Does Bird end up being more successful? Who drafts Jordan? Does Jordan still have the same career he ended up having? Does Magic become the GOAT over Jordan? Are the Lakers no longer this renowned organization? Do Jerry Buss and the Buss family fade from relevancy? Shaq and Kobe go to the Lakers and have their run? Does Kareem get his rings on the Lakers? This is a massive what if. What do you consider the biggest what if? Mm. I'm not convinced Mm. that had Magic gone to Chicago, he would have been in a better situation than the Lakers. What do you think?
1: In terms of what ifs or the Magic thing?
0: Well, if, if Magic Johnson gets drafted by the Bulls, Yes, they would not be as bad as they were in the years leading up to the Jordan draft, which was, what, five years, four years after Magic comes into the league? But you have to you have to imagine, like, they were still bad in those seasons. The roster yeah. was so bad that they got the number three pick. It's not like Magic's coming in, Kareem's not joining them, James Worthy isn't getting drafted. Like, there were some good pieces on those Lakers teams. They were excellent teams. I don't think you get know yeah, in Chicago. <laughs> Just to the GOAT conversation no. of this post.
1: Absolutely not. I, I definitely think it changes things. I definitely think I, – I think it's two different conversations almost because in order to get stuff with that big of a ripple effect, you have to dig deep. But if you want to go like what ifs, like what if Derek Rose doesn't get hurt? Do you know what I'm saying? Like You, yes. could, you could take
0: multiple well, angles that, to this conversation. Is that one of your big what ifs?
1: I think it's up there. I I mean, granted, I just looked up a list of like examples to refresh oh, my memory. Another geez. one is, uh, <clears throat> yeah, of course I'm cheating. With, of course. Um, what, is, what if Shaq doesn't lead the Lakers? I think that's a big one. What if Shaq and that's Kobe a good one. get along? What if Glad Shaq and Kobe did. are cool? Uh, yeah, exactly. Because they probably would have won a few more rings, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and that's realistically the biggest thing that changes. Another one, what if Tim Bunk- Duncan joined the Magic? Remember that when that was the thing? Yep. Tim Duncan almost got the drafted Magic.
0: by the Celtics. Celtics were pissed poor before that Duncan draft, and mm-hmm. they got the shaft. I think they had two picks in the top five. Neither one was number yeah. one. With no. one of them, they picked Chauncey Billups. What if they kept Chauncey Billups?
1: Yep. 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 Then there's the Chris Paul trade. There was what if? What if Kevin Love was traded for Clay Thompson? A good. You one? still have not Remember said when the number thing?
0: one. What if ever?
1: Eh? <clears> Glenn, <throat> should I know this? Ah, yes, yes, yes. There you go.
0: Um, That is a huge one that he was supposed to be a great prospect like Jordan Celtics pick him in 1986 uh after having the one of the best teams ever best seasons ever. Uh Imagine if he joins them that 90s deficit the Celtics had probably never happens.
1: Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. If you want to talk just Celtics, what if the Nets GM, uh, what if Danny Ainge couldn't fleece him? what what if the Nets GM was competent? Oh, that'd
0: be tough. i think right i think the 2010s would have been a little interesting though because you would have had really cool like farewell moments for garnett and pierce like i think they would have probably stuck around i'm sure he had yeah. other deals in place though i think danny would have just still worked to get that done i don't think he would have sat on those guys
1: mm-hmm. fair fair uh, what Greg if KG Oden, comes obviously.
0: earlier he always talks awesome. about that. He's like i wish i got to boston earlier the fans rock mm-hmm. pierce going at Dwayne wade what if i had kg and ray earlier so I guess that that's a little bit of a question. What if the Celtics win the lottery and get KD? Pierce that doesn't have as much of a legacy here. Right? Yeah. KD would rule. Uh, what if the Blazers knew how to draft?
1: <clears throat> I literally question. was I I have an article. I was just gonna say what yeah. if the Trailblazers could actually draft players, <clears throat> right? And ready? I'll read them off here. Yep. The worst draft picks in Portland Trailblazers history. LaRue Martin, first overall, over Bob McAdoo at second and Julius Irving at twelve. Tough. No. Tough. Bob McAdoo right there. Ugly. Wally Walker, fifth overall. Sixth overall, Adrian Dantley. Eighth overall, Robert Parrish. Oh, Very no. tough for the Trailblazers. Nineteen seventy-eight, Michael Thompson, first overall. Larry Bird went sixth. Good try, Portland. Uh second, nineteen eighty-four, Sam Bowie at two, Michael Jordan at Jordan three. <clears throat> 2007, Greg Oden, number one, Katie, number two, (laughs) 2017 draft, Justin Jackson over OG Ananobi, Kyle Kuzma. That's not as impactful, but still on the list. And then another one, remember when they took Thomas Robinson? (laughs) So what I was thinking, remember that name? (laughs) Let's take a look here. No, I, I remember I Thomas Kings Robinson. Robinson Thomas but I Robinson. do not Robinson. remember what. Sorry, draft. That I think one. the Kings drafted Thomas Robinson. Yeah, sorry, the Kings did. I mixed it up because he was on the Portland Trail after. And the reason I mixed it up is because Thomas Robinson went five and Dame went six, so they actually hit that one. My bad, Portland. But uh, Blazers not very good at drafting. This this we know. So t- tough for uh, tough for the Blazers. But all right, do we yeah, have any more NBA stuff? We have a trade. Yeah, we we have a trade article here. I think we can... Uh, oh, I'll talk about my Hall yes, of Fame. Skip the And then we can do the rat list. All right. So I'm at the Hall of Fame. Um, we can talk, I'll just talk f- about some of the quotes. I'll not talk yet. About briefly. Yeah. Not at the Hall of Fame yet. I am in Un- Uncasville, I think is what it's called. Uncasville? Uncas- Jack is at Mohegan. Mohegan. <laughs> I'm at Mohegan. Um, went to the press conference today. It was good. Pop is hilarious. He uh, they They go, what keeps you coming back? And he just goes, immediately. They go... So Pop, is like this long eloquent question. You know, what, you know, so many years. You're finally doing this. What keeps you coming back? You, without it missing a beat. Money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He just goes, give me money, money. And he starts slamming the table. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Which was uh, amazing. Did you get pop to ask pop a question? I didn't. No, they had. No. It was very um planned out. And I also didn't want to get in the way of like people came from San Antonio. People came from all these places. I I didn't feel like right. I deserve to ask a question if that makes sense, but no, I get it. Anyways. Yeah. It it may be a respect thing, but, um, excuse me. Uh, he told another story, um, about Tony Parker and apparently, uh, when Tony Parker came to San Antonio for the first draft workout, and this is, I want to pull up my, uh, terribly taken notes here because I was taking a video and I couldn't take good notes. He said, Tony Parker first draft workout in San Antonio, verbatim from pop. I hated him. He was a weenie uh, <laughs> straight out of pop's mouth. <laughs> just, just, he's had a press conference in front of like a couple hundred people. And he's talking about Tony Parker's first draft workout. He goes, yeah, I, I was telling a uh, oh, RC Buford, this yes. for his uh gm he's like i at the time i was like yeah i hate him He verbatim he goes he, he was a weenie i said no i don't want him back and then they brought him back and he was like we brought in a bunch of thugs from san antonio like just these players who would just beat him up and like mess with him and he just kicked their ass and then i was like all right yeah we'll take this guy i'll eat my words and everything happened tony parker we took the stand and they asked him like how does it feel to be inducted with pop and he goes i can't get rid of this guy <laughs> uh which was funny um they asked Jerry Colangelo, like, why is it taking Pop so long to get inducted? And he was like, Pop just didn't want to go in until all his guys were in. And so now that Tim is in and, and Manu and now Tony. And, and he actually said, like, Pop is specifically after Tony on, like, the docket in order because he wanted, like, all of his guys to get in first, which is kind of cool. Yes. Um, who else talked? Uh, great Pagasol talked. Twain Wade did talk. Um trying to remember like fun things Dirk Uh, excuse me Dirk did talk I took more notes on the Spurs guys because like I cover them uh for Spurs wire apparently Tim Duncan didn't talk to Tony Parker for the first year of their career just he's just like nah until he like until Tony Parker like killed the uh Sonics in like the playoffs Tim Duncan just didn't talk to him so that's funny uh I think that's all the funny stuff I can remember um tony parker called dirk the goat of european basketball probably possible hmm. oh they asked dirk they're like you know what does it feel to be inducted with like the spurs and pop and tony parker and he goes i can't lie i hated the spurs <laughs> they were annoying <laughs> as shit he was like those guys were a pain in my ass for so many years so that was funny um and yeah, somebody talked how they saw
0: shit, what it felt like to be the worst european player in this class <laughs>
1: that's crazy isn't it oh no you could probably oh, argue exactly.
0: him over tony parker it's well did parker no he didn't get a finals mvp he played out of his mind in 2013.
1: tony parker won a finals mvp did he yeah 2007. okay he did um and i only know that because i heard it a bunch of times today uh, Tony Parker talked about how like 2014 championship was his favorite. Cause like it took them, I didn't, I didn't like, you never think about it this way. It took them seven years to get back. People talk about the warriors. Like, <clears throat> Oh my God, it took them so long to get back. The Spurs went seven years between titles with the right. same core. That's crazy. Like that's nuts to think about. <clears throat> like they were going up against two different, complete, like completely different eras of players at that point. There was like playing against Kobe, Dirk and everybody. Now we're going to play against LeBron and KD like just two different eras and they they won both which is nuts and then it got me thinking again this is a conversation i was just like have an internal dialogue and think about it. that dirk title might be the most impressive championship of all time genuinely like no it's, it's up there
0: kept LeBron it's crazy running. tip of the cap exactly.
1: no like like you you think of he he said it today and you'll enjoy this he was like that blazer series i think was the hardest series we had that playoffs <laughs> <laughs> and uh he was talking about how like i think we just got hot at the right time He was talking about 2011 but you look at that run they went on dude they beat so many stars and like i think he was the only all-star on the team they beat the dame blazers early was dame on no. the team yet it was no. the no. marcus aldridge roy. blazers brandon roy with Lamarcus marcus aldridge the blazers yeah they beat kobe's lakers they beat the young um okay thunder squad with kd and then they beat obviously the lebron Heat in the finals like how they won that title is is nuts <clears throat> like they had a solid team but it's like Dirk old Jason Terry Caron Butler who got hurt old Sean Marion Tyson Chandler young JJ Berea, Peja Stojakovic was on that team <clears throat> like th- this is just a bunch of veterans Jason Kidd was 37 at the time. it's it's crazy they had five players play over 30 minutes a night and nobody else cracked 20 they just they were just rolling out the stars they're like nope you guys are gonna run us into the ground and we're gonna go with it they ran out jason Kidd, jason terry dirk sean mary and tyson chandler and they said here you go guys and uh deshaun stevenson started those games jason terry was the sixth man but deshaun stevenson played 18 minutes a night in the starting lineup like they it's crazy i did a whole um project, excuse me, sorry, brain fart there. I did a project where I looked for the the most impressive final, like, win, champion ever. Like, I, have I told you about this? This was a couple years ago I did it. For my uh, master's program, I yes. looked at all the stats. Like, I looked at, uh, yeah, I looked at relative offensive rating, I looked at relative defensive rating to see how the dominant they were in the regular season, as well as net rating and season win percentage. Then I looked at the cumulative regular season win percentage of all their playoff opponents. Then I looked at what I called the star power factor where I factored in like, okay, had they won an MVP? And it's just basically looking at the last three years of all the players in the roster. Like, Oh, if they have an uh, MVP in the past three years, they get 10 points. And if they like won two, like Giannis went back to back, they get 20 because he was that dominant. He won two years in a row. Like he was the best player two years in a row. <clears throat> uh, I did it with D and without Depoy Cause that wasn't invented until a certain amount. I adjusted um, adjusted MOV margin of victory. Like how much they beat teams. And like, <clears throat> I looked like, who was the biggest like underdog to win? Like the regular season win percentage of those uh the teams that the Mavericks play in the playoffs, like they're beating really good teams. Like, like it's just it's crazy to me. Like they they had like the top 10 most difficult road to a championship in the last 50 years. Like it's impressive. And they did it with one all-star like the star power on that team or the star power factor had. Now you're just getting me to nerd out on numbers. We'll get to the rattles right in a second. Apologies. You guys are going to hear me ramble for a second here. The star power factor on that 2011 Mavericks team was the seventh worst in the last 50 years. They had a 40 star power and that's from just Dirk's all NBA awards. And they Tyson had stars. Chandler, they just were team. old. Yeah. Like past their prime stars. Like in yes. for like context of, Oh, well what's a good star power? Like, 40 is what the Mavericks had. Remember that the best star power, the 2017 warriors had 139 star power. You <laughs> do you know, was, like that's the context yeah. for you. So it's crazy. And that's not even a new thing either. Like the top star power is 2017, 1983, 2018, 1976, 2012. Like it just, it's just like a matter of the times, like those bulls teams had over a hundred for most of them. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just crazy that they were able to win a championship um, with Dirk. And so I, I always think that's cool. Cause it's just random. Like he's one of the guys who if without that championship, what's the uh the narrative around him like? Big and fraud. on top of that, like, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. But on top of that, like the fact that he was able to get it, go he goes from Charles Barkley, like, yeah, it's a good player, could never do it to like he's a fucking goat. Like, how did he yeah. win that shit? <clears throat> so shout out to him. Anyways, I've rambled about the Hall of Fame stuff for long enough. Let's uh let's do the rat list so we can get out of here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hit me. You or me? You can go first. I'll let you lead.
0: All right, let me change the thing.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Yes, yes. I'm editing a show sheet. Sam can put Mather out of the screen. <laughs> no problem.
0: All right. There you go. Ratless. Thank you, sir. Showcase Cinema. Ooh. I went to the movies last night. And yep, I went to see Barbie with my girlfriend. She wanted to go. First of all, the movie ruled. Hilarious. One of the funniest movies I've seen in a while. W. I want to see it. It just it just hit on all the things like I think are really funny. Like, it might not be super funny to everybody. For For me, it was like, they made this movie for me. In terms of, like, punchlines, just things they made fun of. <laughs> so that was the best. But the worst, we arrive at the theater. Now, this is the third time I've been to the movies this week. Different theater than I've gone to. All showcase theaters. But yep. the previous two times I'd gone, they have these specialty popcorns where it's like flavored popcorn. It's not the sure. traditional butter popcorn. They have like Oreo popcorn, caramel popcorn, etc. I knew I was going to the movies all day yesterday, and I thought about that Oreo popcorn all day yesterday. And they didn't have any <laughs> Oreo popcorn when I got to the stand.
1: Very tough. Yeah,
0: that was bend over. Grab your shorts exhaustion of just <laughs> like disappointment all day jimmy butler about in the it. bubble yes exactly Hand over
1: Man, brutal brutal scenes uh i'll rat list hotel wi-fi we've I alluded to it earlier yes. in the show <clears throat> struggle bus I, i'll give you some insight here i won't share the screen my edit notes are three minutes check six minutes check seven minutes check Ten thirty, check Thirteen fifteen, check 15 11 15 50 17 20 First 20 minutes of the show were impossible. Switched to the phone Wi Fi, W phone Wi Fi, saved was beside my himself. Up. I was very angry. Well, it's not even because, like, it'd be one thing if I lag and came back because then that's easy to edit it. Half of it was like, you're talking, you stop talking, but I don't hear you stop talking for five seconds and then you start talking again, but then I start talking at the same time. It was just a mess <laughs> and it was terrible. It, it, it was the worst kind of lag. So I was pissed off. So, Ratless, the hotel Wi Fi, uh, even though this is actually a pretty nice hotel room. So I'm not going to complain. It's fine. But Wi-Fi's uh,
0: Ratlist service today's uh lunch. Went up to lunch with the mm. boys today on a day where I feel like I'm just gonna have a big day. One of those things, you're hungry. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get 20 wings instead of 10. Damn. I'm like looking at the menu, couple couple seasonings, couple sauces. I would like to try. It says you can get one per 10 wings. So I'm getting 20. Of course, I can get two. I'm like, hey can I do 20 wings? I will do 10 lemon pepper, 10 barbecue. Then she says to me, Oh, like I can't do that. I can give you like barbecue sauce on the side. I was like, uh, like whatever. I'll just take them all lemon pepper. My order comes out. She has put in an order of 10 wings for me. Instead. (laughs) Oh no. And then she's like, yeah, you can have like the other sauce now. It's like thanks,
1: <laughs> disaster. She was looking out for you. She was counting the calories for you. <laughs> Which she
0: well, it doesn't matter. I, I planned. <laughs> yes, I- yeah, I I knew what my budget was when I went to lunch. I said this is yeah. I- I'm gonna rip through the wings. It's what I feel like doing today.
1: Huh. Unfortunate. Uh, Ratless, Mohican, something. Oh, Ratless the casino. Oh. Uh, not because of the casino. You haven't time, even because... gone yet. They haven't taken your money yet. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I know. I know. No, so I get there. Underestimate how mm. massive this place is. Huge. It's it, it's obscenely huge. Yes. Right? Find parking. It's like five minutes from my hotel. Easy, right? Get there. Park, go inside. <clears throat> Do a maze. Takes me five minutes. Plus ten, five five to 10 minutes just to find the place that I was supposed to be in the building. Right? Like I get in the building yes. five to 10 minute walk inside to find the place I was supposed to go <clears throat> get outside. What seems to be the press conference room, but on the like media relations thing, thing they sent us, it said cabaret theater is where the press conference is, but the cabaret ballroom is where you pick up your credentials. So in my head, like the different places, right? They're probably close, but there's student rooms. <clears throat> so I get there. It doesn't make it immediately clear. Like, okay, where's the ballroom? Where do I pick this up? Get to the theater. I ask somebody outside and you know, my social you know, skills or not the skills, but anxiety. I don't like talking to people. Basically, we've determined this on the show. I so I, I am out and about by myself because, um, Cam Tabatabai, who uh was supposed to go with me, couldn't make the first day because Ricky Bobby's dog was sick. Get well soon, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Shout out on the podcast. Um, wasn't there, so I'm alone. Get there, ask somebody, I'm like, Hey, do you know where I'm pick up, supposed to pick up my credentials? He's like, Oh, yeah, you know, you go around there. If you go up past MJ's, do this, I'm like mj's like i don't even know what the fuck this is <clears throat> apparently michael jordan has like a restaurant or something it, it's weird yes, right <clears throat> find it whatever <clears throat> go around get in there go up there couldn't find it no nothing nothing <clears throat> ask somebody else while i'm walking hey do you know where i'm supposed to go for this they go they go oh you're supposed to go here here i said somebody said mj's and then the guy he was with was like oh yeah mj's you just go up the stairs and mj's is there and <clears throat> something like oh okay so i just missed it i go up the stairs because they point me the direction of the stairs nothing <clears throat> nothing by mj's couldn't find anything get to a concierge hey do you know where this is? He goes, yeah, yeah, go down the stairs, take a left, pass there. I'm like, and he goes, go past the Players Club. I'm like, all right, fine. Couldn't find the Players Club, found it eventually, got past it. <laughs> End up exactly where I left off. I'm like, oh, my God. I asked the security people. I'm like, do you know where I'm supposed to pick these up? They go, inside, just in the place where I started. It, it, it was where I started. I it, it was literally just through the security scanner is where the media passes were. And all these people are telling me, go here, there, and everywhere. And on the sheet, it says different places. It was the same place. It's the same thing. So I was very mad uh, because I walked around the, well, Sun like an idiot for 25 minutes trying to find where I was supposed to pick up my passes when I went to the right place. Catastrophic. It, it was just annoying. And like, it's not that like, it, it, it took a lot of time. It's that I asked these people, where do I pick this up? And they just told me to leave where I was supposed to. It, it was very frustrating. I was very annoyed after a while. Yeah, we found that eventually. Also, they didn't give us the Wi-Fi and maybe I asked the wrong person. So I was just using phone Wi-Fi there too.
0: Phone Wi-Fi has mad. been the savior today.
1: Yeah. It's All been fine. I started. I started the press conference at seventy percent battery, and so when you're taking ten to twenty minute videos of each press conference and using the phone Wi-Fi and using Bluetooth, left at ten, it was a disaster. Anyways, not fun. Mohegan Sun ratless, or the, whatever you want to call it. There, that was a ratless story. Ratless story. I was mad. I was mad. Put it that. Way. <laughs> Very fair. What do you got? I I had one. I lost it. Oh no, disaster. It is. A disaster. Um, I was going to rat list traffic, but the traffic wasn't terrible. Oh, I was driving around last night or like coming home from an errand or whatever. I was driving home basically on a road in my town. This isn't in like a part of my trip. It's a different rat list. I'm going like the speed limit. Right? It's late. Nobody's on the road. I'm listening to music. I'm not like in any rush. I'm vibing, right? I'm not speeding. It's not like traffic day or hours. I'm just chilling, right? Hanging out as you do. Sure and this is like a 40 mile an hour road. Like not, it's not like a highway road and there are dotted yellow lines, which is fine. Dude rides my ass for two minutes and then passes me going. like.
0: I watched somebody do that.
1: Rat list. Just, just why? Like, what's the purpose? Like, and, and uh, normally I'd be like, all right, fine. They have the right to pass me. They turned like a hundred feet in front of me. You're in that big of a rush. You couldn't have waited an extra 30 seconds to turn. Just like what are we doing it was a truck of course in case you're wondering in case you couldn't piece it together because of course it was because they are compensating
0: i remembered (laughs) i remembered what my list was so yesterday i was waiting to pick up uh my girlfriend from her whatever she was doing and pull in the parking lot it is a small parking lot it is at a dead end of a road in providence which is fine and i decided to myself oh i pulled in Let me turn around and back in. That way, I can just drive right out, get away. So I start to move back out. So all of a sudden, everybody decides they would like to come and come to this area and drive, and pull in. So I'm in the midst of backing out. Somebody's trying to pull in. Another person's behind them. Becomes a whole fiasco. I finally get to back in, but it took me much longer than it should have. That is a not a day ruiner, but it is a raise your blood pressure moment. I think we have some ratless that we should be reading
1: i've got it on my phone yeah don't you worry would I've you like me to pull it up. up on the screen sure if you'd like to yeah okay let me see i can move matt the rat if you pull it up actually i can probably pull it up pretty quick because i have youtube tabbed and the bookmarks tab on my computer give me one second but i'm already there. as we ask all right, all right as we ask every episode leave your ratless in the comments we will read them we will put them on the screen here this is i i don't know why we haven't been doing this all the whole time this is super fun it's a great way to engage um it and sure. we appreciate you guys and i think we have right. two people who i think there are multiple lists, but i think two separate people submitted lists that we should be reading today okay um so pull it up here all right and uh read so, it out, Sam. let's see what we got joey spatula big
0: friend of the show ratless the olds who suddenly act like they can't read when they walk up to I'm my like, window
1: people are going to get injured next year the Celtics are going to have an immaculate season it happens why am i hearing myself is, this, is the video is playing? <laughs> I was like, what? I'm hearing myself talk here. Ratless uh, Chippy. He just can't control himself. Ratless the All olds right,
0: that suddenly <laughs> act like they can't read when they walk up to the window of Joey
1: Spatula's food truck. Shout out Ironclad's well, they, eatery. I guess they're just not. They're not there. They're not ready. Small tangent. Not Ratless, but just cool. Joey Spatula, legend of the podcast comments, messaged me today, and apparently somebody went to Ironclad's eatery left a review on the truck saying how about them celtics is how we learned about it that is so cool because i was talking to somebody last night and i i know sam feels the same way it's all like i i i see the views and i see people watch us but it never really connects that these views are real like humans that actually like watch the show do you know what i'm saying so like to hear yeah. that somebody listened to our podcast heard about ironclad's eatery oh, and then went to the food truck to try it that's so cool also Fire t-shirts. One sec. I think I brought it on my trip because it's comfy.
0: Right? I have mine. Just not, not on my person. It's in the closet. But it rules. Quick. Very good.
1: Look at this. Shout out Joey Spatulas. The man. Comfy. Legend. Uh, but yeah, I think it's super cool that somebody listened to our show and went to try it. Uh, Sam and I will be going up to Maine at some point this season to Do catch I? a game and, and go to a game with Joey Spatulas. We appreciate you, Joey. Anyways,
0: okay. Final two rat lists, both from our friend Ted. First, rat list. People at busy ice cream places that can't decide what flavor to order holding up the line. There's a Curb (laughs) episode of this where Larry and his manager, Jeff, go into a frozen yogurt shop. And this lady is just ripping free samples. (laughs) And Larry has had enough yells at her. And she turns out to be the dean of the school Jeff's daughter's trying to get into. So they have to give her flowers. (laughs) So Larry steals flowers from a roadside memorial and then has to go steal them from the woman after he gives them because... It was unmoral to take them from a memorial, <laughs> a grave site.
1: <laughs> and then ratless rat people that drive
0: 55 in the passing lane and won't move.
1: Yes, agree. Agree. Good rat. Absolutely list. agree. Good ratless from Ted there. Uh yeah, no. Good. Glad you guys are getting involved in the rat list. If you are listening still, leave your ratless in the comments. And we will read them. And uh, I think that'll do it for us today, Sam. You don't have any more else, do you? No ratlist. No All right. more. Well, excuse me, in that case. Thank you guys for listening to How About Them Celtics. We appreciate you very much as I had the hiccups. As I'm doing the outro, I ate a bunch of food because I was starving before the podcast. So <laughs> tough luck for me. but. Thank you guys for tuning in to How About Them Celtics. Join 1,160 others. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, we appreciate you very much. Make sure to leave us five stars on Apple and Spotify. We actually have a, a lot more audio listeners than we realize because we're, we're looking at the YouTube comments so much. So we appreciate you audio listeners out there. Thank you very much. Leave us five stars if you're there. Uh, and if you would like to be mean to us, do it in the YouTube comments or be nice in the yeah, YouTube comments. Straight be straight be nice. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do what you need to, but thank you for tuning in. Leave a comment. My favorite part of my day every day. And uh, yeah, I'll let Sam take us out.
0: Yes. Thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're on the YouTube, make sure you subscribe, join over 1,160 others and hit the notification bell. Make sure you don't miss any of our daily uploads this summer. They're coming at you. You definitely don't want to miss the G league one tomorrow. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and Apple as well. You can leave a like or not a like a five-star review say something nice and you can follow us on socials at how about them sees that's twitter instagram and tiktok our facebook page is just the name of the pod you can find jack on twitter at jack and you can find me at sam la france nba that's it for us bye Check